0: The thunder mutters. A poetry and music podcast presented by Becky Della and Adam Horowitz. Episode 13. John Clare's The Shepherd's Calendar. December. Hello and welcome to episode 13 of The Thunder Mutters. I'm Adam Horowitz.
1: And I'm Becky Dello.
0: And this is our Christmas episode with John Clare's December, which is also published in other places as Christmas, purely, simply as Christmas.
1: I can't quite believe that we are at the Christmas episode already. It's been a funny old year, a bit stop-start, and I really find it hard to know which month we're actually in. Hopefully, things will turn a corner next year, but in the meantime, snuggle down, keep warm, and enjoy this episode – if you do enjoy it, please go and visit the website Kofi to go and pop a few pounds in the pot to help pay the hosting fees for the website,
0: and maybe get us a a, a Christmas beer, but no M- mulled
1: that. wine. I think I'd go for Adam. Okay,
0: know. mulled wine, fair enough. Or mulled yeah. cider, perhaps. We're in the oh. West Country.
1: Gosh, a quite fancy one now, and it's only quarter past three. Anyway, <laughs> back to the point. <laughs> Just on an on an aside, we made a load of cider in lockdown here. We had three apple trees, and I think we made eighty eighty pints of cider. But Dell won't let me mull it because he says it's too good quality. <laughs> the website is www. That's k o hyphen forward slash the thunder mutters. We start this episode with a tune, Roast Beef of Old England, which is used as a Morris dancing tune. So I chose this as Claire mentions Morris dancing in the poem. The tune is a song melody, which is said to have been written in 1736 by Richard Leveridge, who was born in 1670 and worked as a composer, a lyricist and a singer for the London stage. Next is Ashley's Ride the first tune in Clare's manuscript book, and better known in other tune books and in print as Astley's Ride. Again, the tune was popular in stage plays and refers to a man called Philip Astley, who is credited as being the founder of the modern circus. He was a great horseman, but in his shows, he developed a clown act, which was called Billy Buttons or The Tailor's Ride to Brentford. And according to the traditional tune archive online, his act was based on the then popular tale of a tailor with bad riding skills who tries to ride a horse to Brentford to vote in an election. And the tailor, acting the buffoon, has difficulty in mounting and then falls off the horse as it speeds up. The act became an institution at Astley's Circus and survived for a century as an important part of circus shows. The tune is in several manuscripts, Including Thomas Hardy's, and I chose it because Claire mentions clowns and harlequins and they often featured in stage plays.
0: It's appropriate because a lot of Claire's poem is about humans. It's it's very much less about the landscape and it focuses on the the relaxed and joyous antics of Christmas and how people work together rather than how they cope with the landscape, though of course the landscape comes back in. So this tune just really fits the bill very nicely
1: in fact that's interesting I hadn't picked up on that when I read the poem but yes now you say it it's 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 very um it's very obvious and actually all the tunes I've chosen have reference to things other than nature which of course is the way that it normally goes that's interesting Anyway, the next tune is called the Egg Hornpipe, which is more commonly known as Fisher's Hornpipe, which is thought to have been written by a chap called James Fisher in 1778. The tune was also used in 18th and 19th century stage plays, and it appears as the Egg Hornpipe in several other musicians' manuscripts, alongside Clare's. The traditional tune archive suggests it's called the Egg after the practice of some stage hornpipe dancers placing eggs on the stage so they could dance hornpipes around them without breaking them to show off their skills and control and again the the tune is included because of the clown referencing claire's poem
0: I, i'm hoping that we will have a video of you doing the egg hornpipe around eggs soon becky
1: <laughs> this isn't strictly come dancing adam
0: <laughs> but imagine the hits and the clicks we'd get you never know <laughs>
1: Moving on. (laughs) I can't dance. Brighton Camp is the next tune, which is also known as The Girl I Left Behind Me and again is a Morris tune. This one's used in the Cotswold Morris tradition. It's thought to date from 1758 and was likely well known, as it's mentioned by Thomas Hardy in one of his novels, Claire's transcription of the tune is a slightly more sort of abrupt or rigid version than than the versions I knew before. But of course, that could just be the way he's written it down. We're not sure whether the musicians played from their manuscript books or it was just a way of recording the tunes they knew or wanted to learn They might not have been used at the point of performance, in which point they could have been just more like an aid memoir. And who knows how Claire actually played it. I play it pretty much as written the first time, but then I go a little bit more fluid the second time. And then I finish off with a really well-known Christmas tune, which is associated with the secular traditions of Christmas from the 19th century in England, So enjoy, and here's to a happy December and a happy Christmas.
0: And so without further ado, here's Becky starting us off with roast beef of old England. SHEPHERD'S CALENDAR, DECEMBER Christmas is come, and every hearth makes room to give him welcome now. E'en want will dry its tears in mirth, and crown him we a holly bough, though tramping neath a winter's sky or snow-track paths and rimy styles. The Hussif sets her spinning by, and bids him welcome with her smiles. Each house is swept the day before, and windows stuck with evergreens. The snow is besomed from the door, and comfort crowns the cottage scenes. Gilt holly with its thorny pricks, and yew and box with berries small, these deck the unused candlesticks and pictures hanging by the wall. Neighbours resume their annual cheer, Wishing with smiles and spirits high, Glad Christmas and a happy year to every morning passer by. Milkmaids their Christmas journeys go, Accompanied with favoured swain, And children pace the crumping snow To taste their granny's cake again. Hung with the ivy's veining bough, The ash trees round the cottage farm, are often stripped of branches now, the cotter's Christmas hearth to warm. He swings and twists his hazel band, and lops them off with sharpened hook, and oft brings ivy in his hand to decorate the chimney-nook. Winter wipes his eyes by And warms his fingers till he smiles, Where cottage-hearths are blazing high And labour resteth from his toils. With merry mirth beguiling care, Old customs keeping with the day, Friends meet their Christmas cheer to share, And pass it in a harmless way. Old customs, oh, I love the sound, However simple they may be, Whate'er with time has sanction found is welcome and is dear to me. Pride grows above simplicity and spurns it from her haughty mind, And soon the poet's song will be the only refuge they can find. The shepherd, now no more afraid, since custom doth the chance bestow, Starts up to kiss the giggling maid beneath the branch of mistletoe. THAT NEATH EACH COTTAGE BEAM IS SEEN, WHERE PEARL-LIKE BERRIES SHINING GAY, AND SHADOW STILL OF WHAT HATH BEEN WHICH FASHION YEARLY FADES AWAY. AND SINGERS, TOO, A MERRY THRONG, AT EARLY MORN WITH SIMPLE SKILL, YET imitate THE ANGELS' SONG, AND CHANT THEIR CHRISTMAS DITTY STILL. And mid the storm that dies and swells by fits in hummings softly steals The music of the village bells ringing round their merry peals. And when it's past a merry crew bedecked in masks and ribbons gay, The Morris dance their sports renew, and act their winter evening play. The clown-turned kings for penny praise storm with the actors strut and swell. And Harlequin, a laugh to raise, Wears his hump-back and tinkling bell. And oft for pence and spicy ale, Where winter nosegays pinned before, The wassail-singer tells her tale, And drawls her Christmas carols o'er. The Prentice boy, with ruddy face, And rhyme-bepowdered dancing locks, From door to door with happy pace, Runs round to claim his Christmas box. Lock behind the fire is put to sanction custom's old desires, and many a faggot's bands are cut for the old farmer's Christmas fires, where loud tongued gladness joins the throng, and winter meets the warmth of May, feeling by times the heat too strong, and rubs his shins and draws away. While snows the window panes bedim. The fire curls up a sunny charm, where creaming o'er the pitcher's rim the flowering ale is set to warm, Mirth full of joy as summer bees sits there its pleasures to impart, while children tween their parents' knees sing scraps a carols o'er by heart, and some to view the winter weathers climb up the window seat with glee, likening the snow to falling feathers in fancy's infant ecstasy. Laughing with superstitious love, O'er visions wild that youth supplies, Of people pulling geese above, And keeping Christmas in the skies, As though the homestead trees were dressed, In lieu of snow with dancing leaves, As though the sun-dried martin's nest, Instead of ides, hung the eaves. Children, hail the happy day, As if the snow was April grass, And pleased as neath the warmth of May Sporter the water froze to glass. Thou day of happy sound and mirth, That long with childish memory stays, How blest around the cottage hearth I met thee in my boyish days, Harping where rapture's dreaming joys On presents that thy coming found, The welcome sight of little toys, the Christmas gifts of comers round, The wooden horse with arching head Drawn upon wheels round the room, The gilded coach of gingerbread And many-coloured sugar-plum, gilt covered books for pictures sought Or stories childhood loves to tell, We many a urgent promise bought To get tomorrow's lesson well, And many a thing a minute's sport Left broken on the sanded floor, WHEN WE WOULD LEAVE OUR PLAY AND COURT OUR PARENTS' PROMISES FOR MORE. THOUGH MANHOOD BIDS SUCH RAPTURES DIE, AND THROWS SUCH TOYS AWAY AS VAIN, YET MEMORY LOVES TO TURN HER EYE, AND TALK SUCH PLEASURES O'ER AGAIN. ROUND THE GLOWING HEARTH AT NIGHT, THE HARMLESS LAUGH AND WINTER tale. Goes round while parting friends delight To toast each other o'er their ale. The cotter oft with quiet zeal, Will musing o'er his Bible-lean, While in the dark the lovers steal To kiss and toy behind the screen. The yule-cake, dotted thick with plums, Is on each supper-table found, And cats look up for falling crumbs Which greedy children litter round and Hussif's sage-stuffed seasoned chine long hung in chimney-nook to dry, and boiling elder and berry-wine to drink the Christmas Eve's goodbye. So that was Becky playing us out with We Wish You a Merry Christmas, which we do, and a solstice and all other festivals that you could care to imagine that celebrate the return of light. And goodness knows we need the return of light after the year we've had. You'd think that that might be it for the year, given that we've got to Christmas, but we have reached the 13th episode. And after the year we've had, I think, a 14th episode in 2020 is quite necessary superstitions whatever it doesn't matter Let, let's do it anyway we, we are preparing a new episode for next week just before christmas featuring two new responses to john clare two a cappella settings of john clare's poems along with traditional tunes and a poem of mine we look
1: forward to talking to you then